5.05 on a Thursday morning, the 15th of February. Welcome aboard. Dave Schumacher here. Zach on the other side. Hope everybody had an enjoyable uh, Valentine's Day, but then you got to put the Kansas City news on top of it, and all of a sudden it wasn't such a happy day for, for a lot of folks. And, uh, Zach, you put a million people in a in a small area, I guess, uh, you, you, you know, things happen. Uh, yeah. There's no way to justify it, that's for sure. Mm, yeah. uh, and, and we'll hear more about it through, throughout the day, I'm sure, as more details come out about why. And I, I guess as of last night, and, and I think they did, did they just mention it, that they've got three people in yeah, custody? Uh, three, three people, yep. I mean, you'd have to have a lot of eyewitnesses, I would think, that could identify them. Uh, one report was that, what, some of the spectators actually – Actually caught one of the guys. Yeah, they tackled him to the ground. He was running away, and a couple guys threw him to the ground and held him until police came over and put handcuffs on him. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah, we'll hear more about that uh, to come. Boy, we just had a hard rain. About four thirty, it just poured here in Belleville. I mean, wasn't very long, but yeah. I mean, it poured. Yeah, the roads were wet coming in this morning in some spots, and then it's actually saying right now in Maryland Heights a light thunderstorm is moving through the area and looks like that's it should be pretty much out of the area for the time being but yeah i had a little had a little rain on the windshield when i drove in and then like i said it was roads were roads were wet coming in so quick showers this morning getting rain gauge report yeah bill up st paul western st paul said uh, mostly lightning and thunder i didn't hear any of that but boy when it cut loose it cut loose all all at one time said uh, 0.01 on the rain gauge this morning up in western St. Paul. We'll take a look at that forecast. We'll take a look at the markets. Yeah, not not much good news in the overnight. Another day or night of a lot of red ink. We'll see what's going on there. Uh, so much to do, so little time. We better get started. Let's head to the newsroom. What do you got, Zach? Yeah, good morning, everyone. It is, what are we reading right now? 51 degrees outside at 5.07, weather and sports coming up. The investigation continues into the mass shooting following yesterday's Super Bowl rally in Kansas City. Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas said this should have been a day of celebration. This is a day that a lot of people look forward to, something they remember for a lifetime. And what they shouldn't have to remember is the threat of gun violence. Uh, As we mentioned before, three suspects have been taken into custody. Meanwhile, Governor Mike Parson is responding to the shooting. Parson released a statement which reads in part, quote, This was a uh, tragic conclusion to a celebration we had looked forward to. None more than Teresa and me. First Lady and I were present when shots broke out. Thanks to the professionalism of our security officers and first responders, Teresa and I and our staff are safe and secure, end quote. The Missouri Supreme Court has set an execution date for David Hosier, who is on death row for killing a Jefferson City woman back in 2009. Details from KTRS's Jim Fairchild. The court on Wednesday scheduled Hozier's execution for 6 p.m. June 11th at the state prison in Bonterre. Hozier is 69. He was sentenced to death for killing Angela Gilpin. He had a relationship with Gilpin while she was separated from her husband, who was also shot to death in her Jefferson City apartment. Hozier claimed in an appeal that his trial attorney was inadequate and that the trial judge had a conflict of interest. The Missouri Supreme Court turned aside that appeal in 2019. Jim Fairchild, KTRS News. This is the second execution in the state scheduled for this year. Brian Dorsey is scheduled to be put to death April 9th for killing his cousin and her husband back in 2006. A St. Louis man is facing 60 years behind bars for his role in a string of carjackings, one of which claimed the life of a beloved DeSmet football coach. That sentence was handed down yesterday for 31-year-old Kurt Wallace, Prosecutors say Wallace shot drivers during three separate carjackings in 2017 that were set up via a dating app with his co-defendant, Jerrica Dixon. On October 16th of 2017, Wallace fatally shot Jazz Granderson, a football coach at DeSmet High School, while stealing his Jeep Grand Cherokee in South St. Louis. Wallace escaped from jail on July 15th of 2019. He and fellow inmate James Flannel then carjacked a vehicle before leading police on a multi-jurisdiction pursuit. That ended with Walls crashing the vehicle. The Missouri Supreme Court has upheld voting districts drawn for the state Senate against a challenge that claimed they had wrongly split some communities. 
The high court's 5-2 decision Wednesday means the district will remain in place for this year's elections. A lawsuit had sought forced changes to districts in some of St. Louis suburbs and in western Missouri's Buchanan County. Supreme Court said the maps appropriately prioritized the importance of compact districts over keeping communities together. The case was one of several pending across the country based on redistricting done after the 2020 census. Time now is almost 5:11. Taking a look at that KTRS forecast. Gradual clearing throughout the day today. High of 52 degrees tonight. Cloudy with an overnight low of 32. Tomorrow, wintry mix throughout the day could see up to one to two inches of snow. The high starts out at 37 degrees, but temperatures just drop throughout the day with a low of 21 tomorrow night. It's currently 51 degrees outside at the Big 550 KTRS. Switching over to sports. Additional 400-level season tickets have gone on sale for the St. Louis Battlehawks. The first allotment of 400-level seats at the Dome have already sold out. Individual game seats go on sale to the public on February 22nd. A four-game homestand begins tonight as the Blues host the Edmonton Oilers. Jake Neighbors will look to stay hot as he's posted three goals in his last three games. Incarnate Word Academy girls basketball goes for their 124th consecutive win tonight when they play at Ursuline. It would set the mark for their all-time longest win streak in the history of Missouri high school basketball. St. Louis City SC plays a closed-door scrimmage against Louisville today. These, uh, This is the final game for City until Tuesday night when they open up the Champions Cup play against Houston. That'll do it from the Sports Desk. We'll be right back with Farmer Dave. The Big 550 KTRS starts another broadcast day. Thankful to be in America. God bless America. Land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above. From the mountains to the prairies to the oceans white with foam, God bless America, my home, sweet. Thirteen on this Thursday morning. So, Zach, yesterday Valentine's Day, I take it that you you survived. You, I survived your obligation. Yep, mm-hmm. that is that is okay. correct. Ended up, I actually ended up playing hockey last night too, so it wasn't. A f- <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm saying I'm going to go I play some you. hockey, yeah. and I'll be back later. And, uh, nothing says I love you like a hockey game. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Pam came home yesterday afternoon from work, mm-hmm. and I said, I said, honey, I've got. I've got reservations, and, and I, you know, we're going to go out, and we're going to have a lovely evening. I said, get all dialed up. We're going to go out, and we're going to, you know, I'm going to really, really put on the show for you. I said, I kind of beat up on you on the radio this morning. I feel bad about it. I said, you know, the listeners all beat up on me about it. I said, you know, let's, I, I got it all. We're going she goes, David, I, I know you probably do. And she goes, why don't we just stay in and watch the rodeo on television? I said, okay. You said, that's why I married you right there. <laughs> I said, right there. I said, I'll cancel everything. <laughs> Boy, was I glad she didn't take me up on it. <laughs> we did go to get, uh, we ran out to the to the war vets over here and got a got a fish plate. Ate a little fish last night for, for dinner, but uh, came home and watched the rodeo. Nothing says I love you like a good San Antonio rodeo. So there you go. That's the way to spend Valentine's Day. I hope everybody else had an enjoyable day as well, no matter how you celebrated it. Hopefully you all had uh, 
a good day at it. So uh, anyway, let's see. Next holiday, what? Easter, I guess. Easter's uh, early this year. On St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I don't know. Because Easter is what the last day, last day of March. Is, is it, it uh, in March? It's like St. Patrick's Day is Sunday, March seventeenth, and Easter is March thirty first. There you go. So, and then after that, it's planting time. There you go. There you go. Uh boy, it was another beautiful day yesterday, though. I mean, this is this is just crazy to be mid February and everybody's out and shirt sleeves and working. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and I mean, it was just. Another another great day out there. So hopefully everybody had a chance. Now, you, you say something about snow. We just get one to two inches chance of one when? to two inches of snow tomorrow. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh man, just when I thought we were going my way. Oh, it's not, not going to stick around very long. I mean, we're supposed to get up to fifty degrees Saturday, Sunday. So just uh, going to be here uh, to or Sunday, Monday. So it'll be cold t- for, tomorrow and Saturday. Uh, but yeah, it'll be it won't be sticking around too long. All right. Well, we'll take it if we get it a day or two at a time, and then it goes away. That'll be all right. Uh, let's run over to the markets. Boy, I'm, if you can't tell, I'm stalling going to the markets. It was another tough day on the trades yesterday. We just cannot get this thing turned around. I wish it would just get to the bottom and get it over with and turn so we get it heading the other direction. Corn down another six, seven cents in the red. In the red. Uh, trading just a tick off of the low for the days. Saw life of contract lows for the corn market so far during February. December, corn has averaged a close of 474. Full month average is used, as we talked about the other day, to define the uh, base crop insurance price. So maybe that's why they're getting this corn down there, so it'll lower the average. USDA's ahead of USDA's annual ag outlook forum. The trade is looking for the OCE to project 2024 U.S. corn acreage at 91.6 million acres. That data will be released this morning at uh, 8 o'clock our time. Let's see, at uh, 6 o'clock our time this morning. Pre-report estimates have the bookings between 800,000 metric ton and 1.5 million metric ton for the week. South Korea was buying corn. Wire sources confirming the MFG bought 68,000 metric ton. Uh, Egypt uh, booked 120,000 metric ton of corn as well from Ukraine. Algeria is in the market for 160,000 metric ton of corn. Uh, Let's see. The uh, Ukraine's ag minister released data from a producer survey showing an expected 9% drop in corn acreage this year in the Ukraine. March corn closed down seven yesterday at 423, May at 435, down seven and three quarters. Well, more red ink in the morning trade. March is at 423, down one, another one and a quarter. May is at 435, down one and a half. September is at 452. That's down one and a quarter in December at 462, down one and three quarters cents a bushel. So another down night in the bean or the corn trade over on the beans they closed lower on Wednesday as well. Soybeans couldn't hold on to the slight gain from the day's session open. Uh, contracts collapsing nine to fifteen cents across most uh, nearby months. There again, it just just nothing to get it turned around. Soybean futures were down one fifty to three ten at the close, and oil was fifty four to ninety five points lower on the day. Uh, outlook trade the USDA's uh, Ag Outlook Forum. Uh, is looking for planted acres for beans at 86.7 million acres. That would be up 3.1 million acres from last year if realized. <coughs> With the cheaper corn, guys are switching to beans because the input cost is cheaper. Looked beans closed at 1170, down 15. July at 1186, that's down 15. November yesterday at 1155, down a dime. Over on the overnight, we're lower there again. March down another two at 11.68. May's at 11.73, down two and a half. Uh, November new crop at 11.50, down four and a quarter. In January at 11.60, that is down a nickel. And, yeah, hopefully we can hold on to the $11 mark. We were hoping to hold the 12. Now we're hoping to hang on to the $11 mark. Overall in the wheat trade, we were double digit down yesterday with March down 12 at 585. July new crop at 584, down 13. In December traded yesterday, down 11 and a quarter at 607. In the overnight, we're lower again. March is down another four at 581. May is at 479, down three and a half. July at 581, down two and three quarters. December just able to hold on to the $6 mark at 605, down two and a quarter. It was at 610 at one point. <clears throat> 
backed off now to the 605 mark. 520 on this Thursday morning, 15th of uh, February. We'll take a quick break. Come back, take a look at the livestock, and another look at that forecast as we head into the weekend right after this. Here's our story. Tony and Denise, brother and sister team, born and raised in good old St. Louis, started in 2009. More like 1959. Started our business in 2009 with the idea of buying in bulk in order to save you money. Our sales staff will educate you on products and features that are most important to you. We can offer top brands like GE at the lowest price every day. Come by and visit any of our four showrooms or shop us online at theappliancediscounters.com where... Our Our savings savings are your savings. Hey, it's Heidi, and I feel very lucky to love where I live. And I know Lauren Risley feels the same. And her team at Lauren Risley Realty wants you to experience that same great feeling. One of their mottos at Lauren Risley Realty is love where you live or move. Dream homes are their specialty. Actually, they do a lot of things right because when you buy or sell a home, it's not just a transaction. What the Lauren Risley team does is build relationships, and I've seen that firsthand. So if you have plans to buy, sell, invest, or just have a question about any of it, call Lauren Risley Realty, 314-775-0684. That's 314-775-0684. You can also email Lauren at hello at Lauren Risley Realty. Are you worried about your budget for your new kitchen or bathroom? Call me, Anne-Marie Bogus, the co-host of the Inside Out Show on the Big 550 and owner and designer of Anne-Marie Design Studio. Visit our website, annemariestudio.com, where you can use our budget calculator tool to see a preliminary breakdown for your project. See how we can transform your old drab kitchen or bath into the envy of your neighborhood at Anne-Marie Design Studio in Wildwood. Visit our website, amreestudio.com. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 522 forecast in a minute. If you're heading out the door, light jacket will work. I'm showing 47 degrees here in rural Belleville. There is a little bit of rain scattered around the area, so you might run into a shower over in the cattle trade yesterday, the cattle market had a correction against Wednesday. Fat cattle futures were down anywhere from 110 to 197. Feeder cattle also fell. Uh, they were 177 to 262 lower. Cash trade really not established yet for the week. It's running around that 180 to 183. Uh, most of the few that have changed hands were at that 182, so we'll probably hear about more sales today. USDA's wholesale box beef prices were mixed yesterday afternoon with a 173 increase for the choice, 128 drop in the selects. That left the choice select spread at $9.98 in the afternoon report, and that is a narrow gap on the selects and choice. You remember back a month or two ago, we were as much as almost $30 spread between choice and selects. Cattle numbers estimated at 123 for 123,000, that is for Wednesday, which brought the week's total at 363. That's down 13,000 from last e- last week and was 9,000 behind the same week last year. February cattle closed at 182.40, down 135. April at 184 even, down 110. June at 181.12, down 142. May or March feeders, that is, at 246.22, down 177. And the April feeders closed 249.60. That was down 215. Over in the pork complex, the rally, the hogs in, uh, kind of went the other direction from the beef. They rallied yesterday. They were as much as 335 higher in the front months with uh, other contracts for, for 2024, down 2 to 55 cents. USDA's national pork cutout value was 125 lower at 85.91. Uh, federal inspected hog numbers estimated at 489,000 on Wednesday, bringing the weekly total to 1.46 million head. That's even with last week and is 25,800 more than the same week last year. April hogs closed at 84.52, up 3.45. May was up 2.52 at 88.50, and April cutouts at 91.42. Up 267, and finally, a little bright spot in the pork complex. World Ag Outlook Board Chair Mark Jekinowski looks at the USDA's latest look at the potential pork production and hog prices. Where does he see the market going? 
in terms of hogs and pork. We reduced our production forecast for pork by 90 million pounds, just reflecting a little bit slower slaughter pace than we had been seeing. So we incorporated that into our forecast. So pork supplies in general tightening up this month relative to January, but relatively strong demand for pork, good carcass cutout values. And that is also translating into some strength in the hog price. So we raised our hog price forecast $2 per hundred weight, currently at $59.75 per hundred weight. That would be up about $1.16 year over year. I got an idea. You knock 10 pounds off every hog at, at uh, right at 500,000 hogs a day. You knock off 10 pounds off of every hog. That'd take a lot of pork out of the pipelines, and that's what it's all about. It's not about a number of hogs. It's all about pounds of pork, and these hogs have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, and now they're running in that 280, 290s, some places even up to 300 pounds, and we've put about 50 pounds on these hogs over the last several years, and then you put that kind of a number, you get up there close to that uh, half a million a day, and you start adding that tonnage, it puts a lot more pork into the market. 526 on this Thursday morning, time to head over to the weather desk, Yeah, it sounds like there's some snow in the forecast. What do you got, Zach? Yeah, we actually had some rain moving through the area this morning. Uh, I came in this morning to some wet roads, and I know it rained at your house for a little bit this morning as well. Those showers are moved out of the area. It's going to become gradual clearing throughout the morning. High of 53 degrees, saying an overnight low tonight of 33 for tomorrow, it's going to high of just 35 degrees. We're going to hit that high early tomorrow morning. And throughout the day, temperatures are just going to drop. Snow is supposed to start at about 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Right now, they're calling for an uh, accumulation of 1 to 2 inches possible with an overnight low tomorrow night of just 20 degrees. Cold weather continues on Saturday. It will be sunny with a high of just 35 degrees. Mostly clear Saturday night with a low of 28 And on Sunday, sunny with a high of 51 degrees and a low of 31 on Sunday night. Looking ahead into next week, mostly sunny on Monday with a high of 56 degrees. Slight chance of a shower on Monday night. It will be mostly cloudy with a low of 40. For Tuesday, sun comes back out with a high of 62. And on Wednesday, sunny with a high of 66. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Bining with the Big 550 KTRS. All right, thanks, Zach. Showing 47 degrees here in rural Belleville this morning. Winds are coming in out of the southwest at 6. Visibility is at 10 miles. Humidity is at 63%. And as I said, there was a flash shower went through here a little while ago. 652 is sun up and sundown is 538. We'll take a quick break for the news. We've got our corn growers report from the Missouri Corn Growers as well for you today. A lot to get to. We'll be right back right after the news. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri. We're for kayakers, car dealers, grocery baggers, and mail carriers. We're for teachers, preachers, students, and singers. Armed service members, you bet we're for you. We're for people who shake your hand and say hello, not because they know you, but because they don't. We're for brewmasters, stockbrokers, beauty queens, and truck drivers. And don't worry, we're still for farmers, too. Whatever you do, if you're a Missourian, we're for you. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we've got Missouri covered. Hi, I'm Mark Cantor with Cantor Injury Law. I have lived and worked here in Missouri my entire life. My beautiful wife, Amy Cantor, and I have been married for 30 years, and we raised our three awesome children right here. I am an avid hunter and fisherman. I'm for Missouri and America, and I'm a lawyer. As I said, my law firm is Cantor Injury Law. We have the only injury law firm retreat center in America right here in Warrington, Missouri, called Canterland. We love our dogs, guns, ATVs, horses, chickens, goats, and the countryside. At Cantor Injury Law, we want to help you win. If you have a serious injury caused by the negligence of another on the roadways or at work, we will fight hard to maximize your financial recovery. So don't take a little dough. Get the big bucks. Get Cantor Injury Law. CantorInjuryLaw.com. 314-628-9999. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. Since 1884, February is the month which we recognize the contributions of the professionals who represent taxpayers. Hi, I'm Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor at Capital Advisory Group and the author of the number one best-selling book on taxes, Keep What's Yours. Since 1976, Capital Advisory has been representing and saving our clients money year after year. Give us a call at 636-394-5524 or you can visit us on the web at Capital advisorygrp.com. 
Welcome to Camden on the Lake Resort at Lake of the Ozarks, your ideal venue for unforgettable group events in 2024 or 2025. Whether you're organizing corporate events or weddings, we have availability tailored to your needs. Our full Lakeview suites and newly remodeled guest rooms provide a luxurious stay, and our banquet and meeting spaces offer the perfect backdrop for your event. Contact our sales office at 573-365-5620 to start planning your next extraordinary occasion at Camden on the Lake Resort. ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. Sorrow and shock in Kansas City after the mass shooting that took place during the Chiefs Super Bowl parade. The shooting began at the end of the celebration as the Chiefs players were leaving the stage. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes saying he's praying for Kansas City. And Travis Kelsey saying he's heartbroken over the tragedy that took place. It's the second time in less than a year that gun violence has rocked a pro sports team celebration. In June, a shooting in Denver left 10 people wounded as fans celebrated the Nuggets' first NBA championship. Police said it was like sparked by a drug deal. NBC's Andrew Dimbert. One person was killed, 21 wounded, including nine children. Israeli forces storming the main hospital in southern Gaza. The IDF says it's a limited operation seeking the remains of hostages taken by Hamas. Donald Trump is expected back in the New York courtroom today for a hearing on the Stormy Daniels hush money case. Japan's economy contracting again last quarter. It was once the world's second largest economy behind only the U.S. Now it's fourth. This is ABC News. Fifty degrees outside at 531. I'm Zach Binding, KTRS News. Investigations are going to continue into the shooting following yesterday's Super Bowl rally in Kansas City. Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas called the tragedy unbelievable. We never would have thought that we, along with Chiefs players, along with fans, hundreds of thousands of people, would be forced to run for our safety today. Meanwhile, lawmakers are speaking out against the tragic event. Senator Josh Hawley said, quote, the criminals who did this must be brought swiftly to justice. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones also released a statement which reads in part, quote, what was meant to be a celebration for Kansas City has instead become a familiar tragedy. My thoughts are with our fellow Missourians and all of those whose lives continue to be affected by gun violence, end quote. Missouri is set to carry out the execution of a man convicted of killing a Jefferson City woman. The Missouri Supreme Court has set an execution date of June 11th for David Russell Hosier in the 2009 murder of Angela Gilpin. Prosecutors say Hosier had a romantic relationship with Angela Gilpin when she was separated from her husband, Rodney. She later broke it off with Hosier and was working on reconciling with her husband. Prosecutors say he began stalking and harassing Angela. She and her husband were found fatally shot in the doorway of her apartment on September 28th of 2009. Changes have been upgraded after an Alton teen died as a result of a shooting earlier this month. 13-year-old Renaya Stewart passed away on Tuesday at a St. Louis area hospital. She was shot while standing on the front porch of a home along the Highland Avenue on February 3rd. Yesterday, charges of first-degree murder were filed against Alvin Perry, Rayshon Colvin, Keith Sanders, Vito Crowder, and Dakota Perry. Investigators say it's believed the teen wasn't the intended target. Perry, Colvin, and Sanders were arrested last week. Police are still looking for Crowder and Perry. A St. Louis man has been sentenced to 60 years in prison for a series of carjackings, including one in which a high school football coach was killed. KTRS's Jim Fairchild has the details. U.S. District Judge Ronnie L. White on Wednesday handed down the sentence for 31-year-old Kurt Wallace. Wallace pleaded guilty in September to four counts of carjacking, one count of discharging a firearm and furtherance of a carjacking resulting in death and other crimes. Federal prosecutors say Wallace shot three drivers during three carjackings in 2017 that were set up through a dating app. One of the victims, Jazz Granderson, died. Granderson was an assistant coach at DeSmet Jesuit High School in Creve Corps. Jim Fairchild, KTRS News. Governor Mike Parson is moving forward with his plan to send more members of the Missouri National Guard to the southern border in Texas. Parson will hold a press conference outside his office in the state capitol this afternoon to announce resources and personnel that the state of Missouri will be deploying to the southern border to support Texas Governor Greg Abbott's Operation Lone Star Mission. Earlier this month, Parson joined 13 Republican governors in Texas for a briefing on the Operation Lone Star Mission. Scott Air Force Base will host a veterans job fair today. Over 32 companies will be represented at this hiring event. It will be held from 11 this morning 
until 3 in the afternoon at the Regency Inn in O'Fallon, Illinois. It is 50 degrees outside at 535. I'm Zach Binding, KTRS News. When you go and get your car washed, do you really care which car wash you go to? Yes, because not all car washes are created equal. Country Club Car Wash is the local family-owned and family-operated car wash since 1989. All these other ones that are popping up, they're all run by out-of-town hedge funds. Keep it local. Keep it great. Touchless car washes, no brushes, inside and out. Five area locations, Country Club Car Wash or cccwstl.com. Dr. Joseph Molesky here with STL Medical Weight Loss. Are you frustrated with your New Year's resolution and not getting the weight loss results you desire? Join our over 900-plus patients who have found success with our FDA-approved injectable weight loss peptides. These peptides are injected once weekly. They help with food cravings and boost your metabolism. Imagine losing 20-plus pounds in 90 days. Book today, stlmedweightloss.com, or give us a call at 636-628-6604. We're going to change your life in less than 90 days. Join your St. Louis Symphony Orchestra and music director Stefan Denev for Carmina Burana. This epic work delivers goosebumps with its songs of joy, love, and celebration. Experience Stefan's Trilogy of Fate, featuring evocative music by Arvo Pert, Lara Auerbach, and Richard Wagner. February 17th and 18th at Stiefel Theater. Tickets at slso.org. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. Coming up on 537, we'll have that corn report for you in just a minute. Zach, folks kind of getting ready to head out the door. Wondering about what to wear. Well, I guess they might want to take an umbrella. If you're going to be gone very long, you might want to take a light jacket. You might want to take your snow shovel. You might want to take a blanket. Oh, and some suntan oil. That's covered it all. That, yeah, that's actually pretty <laughs> accurate. For If you're going out for the weekend, that's pretty much what it's going to look like. Uh, there was some early morning rain showers that moved through the area. Those are gone. And so for today, it's going to be gradual clearing throughout the day with a high of 53 degrees today, low tonight of 33. Tomorrow, the high is going to be 35. We're going to hit that first thing in the morning, and temperatures are just going to drop throughout the day. Snow supposed to start mid to late morning. Right now, they're saying one to two inches are possible. Low of 20 degrees on Friday night. For the weekend, cold weather continues into Saturday. It will be sunny, but a high of just 35 degrees and a low of 28 on Saturday night. Sunday, it's going to be sunny with a high of 51 degrees. And a low of 31 on Sunday night. Looking ahead into next week, mostly sunny on Monday with a high of 56. Slight chance of a Monday night shower, mostly cloudy with a low of 40. On Tuesday, sunny with a high of 62. And on Wednesday, sunny with a high of 66. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. Yeah, you covered it all in a period of about a week. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's that time of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 47 degrees here in rural Belleville. Sun up at 652 and sundown. At 538 as we continue to gain about uh, a little over two minutes every day on that uh, sun up. Uh, a couple of messages on the text line. We always love to hear from the listeners. You know, you have a good wife when she's excited about a Valentine's Day trip to the Louisville Farm Show. Yeah, that would be big for Valentine's Day. Uh, Farmer Dave, could this be the last snow that you recommend to throw your grass seed down on? No, I don't think so. If it was the middle of March... I'd say, you bet, go get it. I I think it would just be a little early. we got too much of a possibility of some really cold weather yet. Could be some freezing weather coming yet. I personally would wait. Uh, once you get into March, it's a little more attractive. Uh, but, yeah, I, w- I would be a little bit leery of putting grass seed down just yet. So, uh, uh, I mean, you can ask them at the garden shop what they think. But uh, I, I personally, I would wait. Um, into March before I put that down and then hope for that snowstorm. Uh, let's see. Farmer Dave, I missed last night. Did Jackie Crawford move on to the semifinals? Jackie Crawford, the breakaway roper that's kind of kind of a hometown girl. We all claim her here in the Belleville area. She is a uh, uh, 24-time world champion uh, breakaway roper. She was roping in San Antonio last night. And, yes, she advances to the finals. She uh, was a a qualifier last night. Now, Zach, I know you 
know quite a bit about rodeos because you're practically a bull rider. But, oh, yeah. My favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But in the breakaway roping, so those that don't know what breakaway roping is, okay, it's kind of like calf roping um, where, the, you know, you put the little calf in the little chute. He runs out. You rope him. Well, with the girls, they don't have to get off and tie him down. All they have to do is rope him. And when they rope him, the rope breaks off the saddle. It's got it's tied on with a little string. So it just poof, breaks the rope off the saddle, and that's when the clock stops. You know, pretty straightforward. Okay. Last night, just give you an idea how fast this has gotten. Last night, if you took more than two seconds to rope your calf, you didn't get into the money. Yeah. Yeah. That's how fast, first, huh? That's how fast they rope. Last night, two girls tied for first place at 1.7 seconds. I can't even nod my head and twirl a rope in a 1.7 seconds. I'd love to see that, though. Yeah, it would be funny. Yeah, film at 11. Uh, The the third place girl, 1.8. And the fourth place girls, two girls tied at 1.9 seconds. If you took two seconds or more. You're you out. didn't even wow. get to the money. How crazy is that? That's this thing has gotten this breakaway roping has gotten to be big time, big time game. And I mean, they're paying big money. Uh, Jackie Crawford won the American. Uh, what was it? Two years ago, I think she won a half million bucks for roping a calf in two seconds. Yeah, figure that now, out by the hour. Yeah, and now. <laughs> Wow. And now if you hit two seconds, you're not even getting anything. Yeah. Now mm. if you if you rope it in, I have never seen, and I've I've watched a lot of rodeo. <laughs> um, I have, and I'll have to ask Jackie. She was actually home last week. I talked to her. Um, I saw her uh, a week or so ago. Uh, she came home for a couple of days to see Grandpa. But she, uh, I'll have to ask her if she's, one of the announcers uh, on RFD said they had never seen a rodeo where the top five were under two seconds. Now that's smoking. I mean that. You you think about how fast that is to throw a rope, get it around his neck, and him running and breaking the rope in less than two seconds. Crazy, crazy, crazy. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with the Carn Report right after this. Do you or a family member have health care coverage through Missouri Medicaid or Mo Health Net? The Family Support Division is required to make sure everyone still qualifies. You may need to take action to avoid losing coverage. Check your mail for notices from the Family Support Division and visit mydss.mo.gov forward slash renew to create an account on the new benefit portal and to check renewal dates. That's mydss.mo.gov forward slash renew. This message is sponsored by the Missouri Department of Social Services. Basement with a Y. That's basement E. It's basement T. Basement E. It's basement T. Oh, basement T. Basement T. I get it. That's the basement waterproofing and foundation repair experts at Woods Basement Systems. Right. The all things basement T experts at Woods Basement Systems will provide you a free estimate and dry up that wet basement and fix that cracked foundation. Call 800-388-9326 or go online to woodsbasementsystems.com. That's woodsbasementsystems.com. Is your IRS tax debt making you feel anxious? The professionals at Allies Tax Relief are ready to negotiate your fresh start. Call them now at 800-230-5174. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. The Missouri Corn Update is brought to you by the Missouri Corn Growers Association and the Missouri Corn Merchandising Council. Hello, I'm your host, Michael Clements, and this week my guest is Ryan Meyerkorth, the Missouri Corn Growers Association Secretary Treasurer and a farmer from Rockport, Missouri. Meyerkorth recently participated in a U.S. Grains Council event highlighting the quality of U.S. corn to global buyers, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. The Missouri Corn Growers Association has long worked tirelessly in the interest of today's corn industry. Because you're busy farming and raising a family, so we're at the table when you can't be. But like you, we can't do it alone. Our strength is in our members. Our strength is in you. Join us as we continue advocating for the American corn farmer. Visit mocorn.org and become today. 
Again, Ryan Meyerkorth is our guest this week, Missouri Corps Secretary-Treasurer. And Ryan, you recently participated in the U.S. Grains Council's 2023 Corn Quality Rollout, showcasing the technology and sustainability efforts from today's farmers in the U.S. So starting off, Ryan, what are some of the highlights of that report? Well, some of the highlights of this report is we had a 10-year high. So we had really good uh, a good report from the U.S. Grains Council. So it, it was a good thing for the U.S. farmer to see that we are producing good quality products. Yeah, and for you, what are some of the things that you see in that report that, uh, as a farmer, makes you feel good about? Well, some of the things we have as far as U.S. corn versus the rest of the world is we have a high starch content, and we have a lot of volume. So that's the two pluses we have. It also means that the genetics and the American farmer are doing a good job of producing a product that's available to the rest of the world. So it's important that we maintain that level, and it's always good to have a report come back that's you know non-biased and also just something that we can give to the end users or the other countries that are purchasing um, a good report that says, hey, we have a great product here and it's going to meet all your needs. Of course, part of this effort, attendees from across the globe, those buyers that are there, what's some of the feedback that you heard from those folks? Sure, yeah. The event was held by the U.S. Grants Council, and it was their Europe, Middle East, and Africa regional office. And so there was buyers from nearly 20 countries, and there was about 75 attendees to that meeting. Some of the feedback and the questions I received, I guess I'll go back to my report. I was able to speak on behalf of my own farm in Missouri and just speak to the amount of technology and the modern farm practices that we use in the U.S. and how that translates to the good products we have to offer. Some of the feedback or questions I had in the audience were uh, things like, what are you guys doing to make sure that you maintain good quality groundwater? Uh, Also, what inputs are you using or what special amendments are you trying to do in order to get the, the products that you have? So it's a lot of it's just second nature to, to as a farmer talk about what we do and just shine a light on the things we are able to do in the U.S. and the amount of things we can produce with very little. Certainly, U.S. farmers great at producing a quality product at the volumes that you do, and that's why exports are so important. But when we think of exports, why are these relationships that you're building at events like this so important to maintain or increase those export markets? Yeah, it's very important to maintain these relationships because we are producing a lot of corn. So we have to find a home for the, the supply that we are producing at, at this time. The market's always changing, but it's also good to be able to make sure that we are using organizations like the U.S. Greens Council to share the story that we have of the products we have. And also not just the products, but the quality of the product. And there's a lot of different ways to, to use the corn that we produce. And it's important that we try to reach those markets to maintain what we have going in the U.S. Well, Ryan, we think about something like this. Why is it important for a Missouri corn farmer or Missouri corn in general to attend and be a part of an event like this? Yeah, it's very humbling, um, and it's an exciting opportunity for me just to be able to travel like that, to speak to other people in the world and just share our story of agriculture. It's very neat to see, you know, most of our farms in the U.S. are multi-generational, and it's something that just doesn't happen by accident. We're able to, to have these family farms that make up communities, and it's just really cool to pull back the curtain to people around the world to say, hey, this is how we do it, and this is how we've been doing it, and this is the direction we're headed. It's a very a cool opportunity to be able to do that. And, you know, I'm blessed to be able to share the story here of the American Ag story, and it's a great one to tell. It's such a good thing that we have going in the U.S., and i really love to tell the story. And just like that, Ryan, we are out of time. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having us and, and also just sharing back home with what we're doing overseas with the organization like U.S. Grants. Again, that was Ryan Meyercourt, the Missouri Corn Secretary Treasurer and a farmer from Rockport, Missouri, our guest on this week's Missouri Corn Update. As always, you can stay up to date with Missouri Corn online by heading to their website. That's mocorn.org. Mocorn.org is where you need to go if you uh, want to find out more about what the corn growers are doing. So check that out. As always, they keep you up to date on what's going on in the corn industry, not only at the state level, but at the federal level as well. 549, let's run over to Wall Street, see what they're doing overnight. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Share price gains for ride-hailing companies Uber and Lyft helped the broader market to regain some of Tuesday's big losses. The Dow Jones picked up 151 points Wednesday to close at 38,424. The S&P added 1%. The Nasdaq rose 1.3%. Another high-flying stock, NVIDIA, has surpassed Google parent Alphabet in market capitalization. Its chips have been critical in the AI surge. Its stock price now makes it the third most valuable American company.
Japan has lost its spot as the world's third largest economy, unexpectedly slipping into recession. Tokyo reports two consecutive quarters of contraction, falling 0.4 percent on an annualized basis. The three largest economies in the world are now the U.S., followed by China and Germany. Elon Musk's romance with the Lone Star State deepens. His rocket company, SpaceX, has filed paperwork to change its incorporation address from Delaware to Texas. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And it looks like the market's up about 38 points in the overnight trade. It's 5.50. Time to head back over to the weather desk. Check on this forecast going into the weekend. This report brought to you by our friends from the Farm Family Resource Initiative. What do you got, Zach? 50 degrees outside right now. Gradual clearing throughout the day. High of 53 degrees and a low of 33 overnight tonight. Snow tomorrow with a high of just 35. Temperatures drop Throughout the day, they are saying accumulation of 1 to 2 inches possible with a low of 20 degrees on Friday night. And for the weekend, Saturday sunny with a high of 35 and a low of 28 on Saturday night. Sunny on Sunday with a high of 51 degrees and a low of 31 Sunday night. And for next week, mostly sunny on Monday with a high of 56 degrees. Mostly sunny on Tuesday with a high of 62 and warming up to a high of 66 on Wednesday. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Bining with the Big 550 KTRS. All right, thanks, Zach. I'm showing 47 here in rural Belleville. Things are wet out there. We had a, about 4.30, had a pretty good shower go through here. It didn't last long, but, boy, it poured when it did. Uh, the winds are coming in out of the southeast at 6 miles an hour. That humidity is down to 63% as that rain moves out. Uh, Visibility is at 10 miles. Sunrise at 6.52 and sundown at 5.38 this afternoon. Well, the planting season, yeah, the way the weather is, it might be just around the corner, but I don't think so. we got a little time to go, but you're getting ready for it. All of a sudden, you're getting your seed ordered, and your fertilizer bills are starting to come in, and, oh, yeah, you had to get that tractor fixed for planting, and all of a sudden, you feel overwhelmed or hopeless. You feel like there's just no way to get through another day. Well, there is help. You can call or text the helpline. It's brought to you by the Farm Family Resource Initiative. Yeah, it's there for you, the farmer or the farm family member in need of some support. You can call them. You can text them. Here's the number, 833-FARM-SOS, and you'll receive confidential support from experts who understand the pressure of grain and livestock farming. There's no cost to call. You can even drop the counselors an email if you'd like at farmfamilyresourcehelpline at mhsil.com. Everyone needs someone to talk to, and if you're that farmer or farm family member in need of support, call the helpline today, 833-FARM-SOS. That's 833-327-6767. Brought to you by the Farm Family Resource Initiative in partnership with SIU Medicine. Hi, I'm Mark Cantor with Cantor Injury Law. I'm a personal injury lawyer that loves to hunt and is from right here. That's unique to Missouri, and I'm rated by my peers as AV preeminent. That's hard to earn. AV Preeminent is Martindale Hubble's highest possible rating in both legal ability and ethical standards. I've also earned the title of Super Lawyer. I'm the editor's choice in the Missouri Lawyers Weekly for the Personal Injury Power List. I've educated lawyers and judges about Missouri's law and taught law here as an adjunct professor. So if you or a loved one have been seriously injured through no fault of your own or in a car or truck accident or at work, Cantor Injury Law will win you the most money possible. We never charge a fee unless you win. So you don't need any money to hire Cantor Injury Law and get the big bucks. I know these woods and I've hunted here before. So if your case is real, don't take a little dough. Get the big bucks. Get Cantor Injury Law. CantorInjuryLaw.com. 314-628-9999. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision. should not be based solely upon advertising. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. Coming up on 554 on this Thursday morning, already the 15th of February. We were talking about the girls' breakaway roping. One of the textures says, do you think it will change the women will have to tie the calves? I don't really think so. Now, they have that. Uh, in some of the all-girl rodeos where they uh, do the actual calf tying. But the breakaway roping, I'd say that is going to probably hold its ground. It has gotten bigger and bigger, and the money's gotten bigger and bigger. And the horses have gotten more expensive and more expensive, and the girls have gotten better as far as roping these calves. When you can do it in less than two seconds, that's roping them in a hurry. Well, every day we go by without a farm bill, things start to back up in the farming industry. And 
Tom's ex-secretary, uh, Tom Vilsack, says every day without the farm bill adds to the uncertainty for our producers. Gary Crawford visits with the secretary about some of the issues that they're facing. Every farmer and everyone who lives in rural America depends in large part on the farm bill programs. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack telling the House Ag Committee Wednesday that the farm bill is more than just a farm bill. It's a rural development bill. It's a conservation bill. It's a nutrition bill. It's a research bill. Uh, it's a trade bill. It is a broad opportunity to say to rural America and American agriculture that we care. Uh, that we're investing in their future and we're providing stability. But, of course, Congress last year failed to pass a new bill, instead extending the old one for a year while working on a new bill. Bill Sachs says in the meantime... The failure to have a farm bill creates uncertainty, and that uncertainty makes it very difficult for producers to make decisions about their operations. And he said it creates uncertainty for others as well, including farm lending institutions. So, Bill Sachs told lawmakers... The bottom line is, right. we've got to get it done. This is Gary Crawford reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. And it gets pushed down the road and pushed down the road and pushed down the road. And some think now that it could possibly end up getting pushed down the road uh, for the new administration. So we'll wait and see if that gets done and what's in it once they get it done. The thing of it is after it comes out, it takes years to implement all the programs because there's just so many programs involved in that farm bill. 556 as we wrap it up on this Wednesday or Thursday morning that is. Markets are coming in a little bit lower overnight. Uh, as we said earlier, just no light at the end of the tunnel as far as turning this thing around. We're coming in about a penny, penny and a half lower on the corn trade with March at 423. That's down one and a quarter May at 435 down one and a half and Looks like the September new crop at 451, down one and three quarters, and December's trade at 462, down two cents a bushel. Over on the soybean trade, as we get started this morning, yeah, it's trading in negative territory as well. It was down about two and a half, three cents. It's now down a penny and a half. We kind of gained a little of it back. March at 1169. That is down one and a half. It was down to 1165. May at 1174. That's off one and three quarters, and November beans at eleven fifty one down three and three quarters, and January at eleven sixty down four cents a bushel. And as we've been saying all week, there's no twelve dollar beans on the market all the way through November of twenty seven, and actually November of twenty twenty seven trading to ten seventy five. That was down four cents yesterday, so uh, we can't even hold on to the eleven going into the November twenty seven crops so we'll keep an eye on that as well over on the wheat trade it's three to four cents lower right down the board that music means we are out of here we'll keep an eye on the markets have updates at 10 and 12 and with any luck at all we'll all be back together tomorrow morning for the friday edition right here on the big 550 ktrs